I don't speak Ukrainian, but tell her I want to take her home. I want to go home to Ukraine. Let's go home I've to Ukraine. Four little girls at home, love their grandpa. And I'm crazy about it is march 28th 2022 welcome to the daily rob check the description you can see the link tree there and find all the sites rob is on give us a like comment share subscription all that good stuff that definitely helps us out you have no idea without further ado the man the myth the legend the one and only rob smith hey Stu, how's your weekend it was okay it was very busy but uh we're back to get this week started off strong were you the dashing gentleman about town wearing your white tie and drinking your dry martinis no, just a lot of just busy work and helping people out and all that good stuff. Well, good, Stu. It's good to help people out. Stu, I wish the Biden family would help people out besides themselves. Um, we've got a lot to talk about the Bidens today. Uh, first of all, Hunter Biden, someone has figured out that he had access to the Department of Defense and National Security data. You can pick it up from the encryption uh, codes on his um, laptop, a laptop from hell. Um, question becomes, Stu, who gave him those codes? Um, and of course, Stu, his laptop was unprotected, just like, like Hillary's fake State Department uh, email account was unprotected and he had all of his passcodes stored there. We even know what his passcode was to the DOD. Um, speaking of his father, um, there's a new book coming out um, in which a lot of Secret Service agents talk about um, um, the various presidents they have served from Lyndon Johnson to Clinton to Hillary, uh, the Bushes. And you can imagine the ones they they like and the ones they loathe. Hillary Clinton. Uh, I think their nickname for her was Broomstick. Um, anyway, Stu, um, Joe Biden. Joe Biden um, had female security, Secret Service agents in his Delaware uh, house. He goes to Delaware every weekend, has a pool, and he would swim naked in front of them. Now, Stu, that's kind of weird, along with everything else he does. It's just kind of weird, you know? And the whole, whole family is creepy, uh, but it's not very respectful to the woman. Uh, um, anyway, Stu, um, the other thing he would do is he would not keep the nuclear football with him. Uh, vice president's supposed to always be right there with the nuclear football, and he would put it in... Um, in other places, in other cars that are miles away from him. Um, you know, that's a real neglect of duty, Stu. 
Stu, uh, Black Lives Matter activist in, in Denver got paid $14 million because the police were mean to him, Stu. Now they're rioting and the police take certain, certain actions like hitting them with a pellet ball, uh, which by the way, caused no physical damage at all. And a federal judge in Colorado said that um, their constitutional rights were violated. Well, Stu, along with constitutional rights, there, there's this thing uh, not very well um, respected these days called responsibility. And uh, you can't have it both ways. Stu, your hero, Thomas Massey, predicted uh, under Trump, let's, you know, we tell the truth here, Stu, that when the CARES Act was voted on, $2.2 trillion, he said two things. It would not, excuse me, Stu Margaret Thatcher is up here. She always wants to get into the conversation. And what a policy! He said the money would not go to normal Americans, and two, it would cause massive inflation. I think today or yesterday was the two-year anniversary of the CARES Act, mm -hmm. and still we have massive inflation. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, now how about when Joe Biden was in Poland the other day, Stu, and he said, for God's sake, this man cannot stay in power, Putin. We will have a different future, a brighter future, rooted in democracy and principles, hope and light, of decency and dignity, of freedom and possibilities. For God's sake, this man cannot remain in power. God bless you all, and may God defend our freedom, and may God protect our troops. Thank you for your patience. Uh, that's regime change. That's the United States taking him out. Now, Stu, he's a disaster, as we know, uh, from his ideology about foreign policy, but his execution is even worse. Um, you know, saying things like that can start World War III. Uh, we do not necessarily, we do not want to, we've made it clear, we do not want to take the guy out. Uh, so anyway, as always always happens at the end of the day, the White House has to, to come in and clean up his mess and say that's not what he meant. Who knows what he meant, Stu? He's a demented old man. Uh, his his um, whole weekend was having to backtrack because he started the weekend off with saying that we were going to put forces in Ukraine. No, but the Ukrainian people, Ukrainian people have a lot of backbone. They have a lot of guts, and I'm sure you're observing it. And I don't mean just the military, which is we've been trained in since back when they uh, Russia moved into uh, in, in the southeast southeast um, Ukraine, but also the average citizen. Look at how they're stepping up. Look at how they're stepping up. And you're going to see when you're there, and you've, some of you have been there. You're going to see. You're going to see women, young people standing standing in the middle of front of a damn tank. It's just saying, I'm not leaving. I'm holding my ground. And so that was... Yeah, he was talking to the, uh, the airborne folks and said, y'all will see for yourself. Yeah. And then Macron, who has kind of been the leader when it comes to... <laughs> Macron... <laughs> 
that I could tell that the cat jumped back up. Um, Macron, who's been the European leader for nego- negotiations with Putin, he even had to come forward and say that those words were highly inflammatory and certainly not helping them. And as we've seen, we've tried regime change in Syria under Assad, and he's done a good job of defending against that. And he's a key Russian ally. And this kind of goes into Dugan's philosophy. Dugan is Russia's key philosopher, has a big impact on Putin. This notion of regime change fits right in line with Dugan's thoughts that liberalism leads to essentially a monoculture, a mono government where they all have to walk in the same line. And that's antithetical to the Russian spirit and the Russian soul. There was only one. Uh, political ideology prevailing on the world scale that was liberalism but in that situation uh, there appear the limits of liberalism because it uh, the, the liberty of liberalism is real comparing with communism or fascism with totalitarianism when liberalism is compared to itself it becomes totalitarian and it, be- it begins to show its inner negativity on one hand and other hand uh, it begins to manifest its totalitarian nature because now you are free in the world with uh, liberalism uh, omnipresent and uh, that uh, has won in that position liberalism give us the freedom to be liberal and it takes off the freedom to be illiberal uh, but to, to, to reveal what we have forgotten during communism, what we have lost during uh, uh, our um, party debates between the left and right, communists, socialists, liberals, and I'm trying to, uh, to, to, to create a kind of uh, Russian dictionary of ideas. So Putin uh, is, regard, is regarding there and from time to time takes what he things uh, are uh, useful in practice. So they're just playing right into Putin's hands by even having sound bites like this that Russian media can now blast all over the place saying, see, it's everything we're saying. They want to get rid of Putin. So this is the kind of yeah, shit that he- really hurts us when B- Biden can't keep his shit together and just hide well, that. Still- yeah, I mean, and let's not I mean, this is something that is just sad and incredibly ironic in that you're almost trusting the Russian news um, organizations more than the Biden administration in that, um, you know, the Biden administration just denies everything with Hunter. He's the smartest man I know. Oh, he didn't do that. You're a liar. Fat. (laughs) Want to do some push-ups? I mean, just... Um, screaming like that, but um, th- these biolabs, we know that um, Hunter Biden's Rosemont Seneca gave 500,000, I mean, invested 500,000 in this company, Metiata. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but they, um, they research pathogens, okay. But what Hunter also did is he raised a bunch of money for this entity, okay? From the laptop from hell, he's talking with Burisma about Metabiota. 
and um, as though there's an investment or an opportunity to make some money. And then right after that, the government gives um, these biolabs and Metabiota $24 million. And now we're involved in a war. Uh, and of course, Biden has denied all this. And the Russians have stated all this. And this time, you know, in this instance, the Russians looks like, look as though they're telling the truth. I mean, it's sad, Stu. Um, but um, just utterly corrupt. Um, speaking of another knucklehead, um, Bill Gates over the weekend said that we should all go on synthetic beef uh, to save the climate. Um, and then he's, he said, you know, because cows fart. Stu, methane gas is around all the time. Uh, you know, I've built houses and developed properties all over everywhere. Stuff rots in the ground. And you know what emanates out of that? It's methane gas. It's a natural, natural substance. But somehow cow farts are not, and they're ruining the solar system. People are crazy, Stu. Uh, but Bill said that... Um, we should go on synthetic beef and it'll say it'll be, it'll be okay because you'll get used to the different taste after a while. Uh, do you think he's going to go on synthetic beef? Stuff? He probably doesn't eat meat. Just does something else with his own meat. We know that to be true. Yeah. Don't we still? Yep. He has a friend uh, named Jeffrey. Yes. Um, again, Stu, these stories aren't as prevalent as they were, uh, but I think it has merit to say it. CDC has approved the mRNA vaccine for kids 5 to 11. But you know what the, CD, the CDC's own numbers show, Stu? They show that the infection rates are higher with kids with the VAX vaccine than they are with the unvaccinated kids. You're playing around with children, Stu. It's, if you ask me, it's a friggin' war crime. Um, Stu, this is how crazy the left is. In New Zealand, there's a university professor named Kat Doctor, uh, Kat Potts. And she is an incredible, well, she was, she died in her sleep at 42 years old, but she's an incredibly obese woman. And her specialty, her studies, what she teaches the children is, um, she's a queer fat studies lecturer. Um, and she describes herself as fatalicious, a fatalicious feminist who is tearing down white supremacy. Well, Stu, this is kind of the way the mindset of the left works in that they, they want to destroy. Um, they want to just take down um, all the conventions that we've had for thousands of years. Um, and she is saying it's okay to be fat, but she's saying more than that, Stu. She's saying we should glorify fat fed people um 
in essence, she's saying being obese is better than being in shape. Um, so still, you know, people die of heart attacks. And um, the reason COVID has killed so many people is because so many people are fat. But this is the ideology she taught at a major university. Well, I think that's about all I got. So, uh, you know, I think we covered all the bases for things that happened this weekend. Yeah. Um, Sean Penn was on TV crying about how the Oscars needs to really talk about Ukraine and all the urgency and how we're not helping Ukraine and, you know, was practically crying on TV. Why didn't he pick it. up a rifle, Stu, and go over and help him? He's over there, at least. So there is that. Yeah. But he is just so dramatic. If the Academy has elected not to do it, if presenters have elected not to pursue the, the, the leadership in Ukraine who are taking bullets and bombs for us, along with the Ukrainian children that they are trying to protect, then I think every single one of those people and every bit of that decision will have been the most obscene moment in all of Hollywood history. And I hope that's not what's happening. If it turns out to be what's happening, I would encourage everyone involved to know that though it may be their moment, and I understand that, to celebrate their films, it is so much more importantly their moment to shine and to, to protest and to boycott that Academy Awards. And I myself, if it comes back to it, I, when I return, I will smelt mine in public. I pray that's not what's happened. I pray there, has, there have not been arrogant people who consider themselves representatives of the greater good in, in, in my uh, industry uh, that have not decided to check in with leadership in Ukraine. Uh, so I'm just going to hope that, that that's not what's happened, and I hope that everybody walks out if it is. You know, he also has met with El Chapo. Has El Chapo killed anyone? <laughs> has El Chapo done anything negative? But uh, he's just such a prima donna. Uh, something interesting that happened, uh, the, the UK government is trying to pressure YouTube and getting rid of this video of their defense secretary having an embarrassing call with a fake Ukrainian prime minister. This is from a group of Russian pranksters that have done this to Boris Johnson. They've done it to Elton John, um, Erdogan, president of Turkey, and even um, Rick Perry. And they don't like the fact that they look stupid, so they're really trying to get rid of this video. Are these um, the same people that gave Adam Schiff a call? I believe they are. Uh, the article doesn't mention that, but um, if it's not the same group, it's one just like it that just kind of does this to, you know, stick it to the man and show how the authority figures are stupid. But that doesn't mean that this needs to be wiped from the internet. I don't like the notion of anything that's critical of a politician being wiped from the internet is a good policy. But they're trying to brand this as this is potential Russian disinformation because it was a prank. Uh, yeah, and, and they may not have been uh, Russian nationalists. It could be Russians anywhere, right? So we got plenty of Russians here in the United States. Doesn't yeah. mean it was uh, this thing was hatched by the government.
Oh, yeah. Of course, Doug, you know, that's always their excuse now. I mean, the pandemic gave them a, the, the excuse to um, to cover people's faces up and take their personal, personalities away, to lock them in their house, uh, basically to make slaves out of us. And this gives them um, an excuse or a subterfuge to, um, to stop any criticism of them in the press. Oh, it's Russian information. I mean, Russian disinformation. Yeah. And so now you have the uh, Ministry of Defense saying YouTube is in danger of aiding and abetting the Russian state propaganda machine, putting people at risk. Let's um, not forget the 60s um, retired uh, intelligence officials, including the two ex-heads of the CIA, one of the National Intelligence Agency, who said that Hunter's laptop was Russian disinformation. And of course, they hadn't ever even viewed it. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> this Russian disinformation thing has served their purpose well. It has a lot of legs. Yeah. And so they've deleted the channel now. And so it's been it's been retconned and no longer exists. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm sure we can find it elsewhere. And then my last story for today, and this is something that anyone who is on, I guess, the libertarian right and has a good background in foreign policy has known this is going to be most likely the case. But Al Jazeera is reporting that Russia wants a Korean scenario for Ukraine. So essentially a two two-state solution to this conflict and just, you know, separating the country uh, down the middle, uh, most likely probably by that river, even though that does border on Kiev. But uh, just interesting to see. This has been something I've heard talked about since this began, but it's just another example of, I feel like everyone's always catching up. Well, it's incrementalism, Stu. Remember when uh, the... The Ribbenhoff Molotov Agreement, 1939-1940, where they split Poland down the middle. How long did they keep that uh, uh, agreement, Stu? Operation Barbarossa, about a year later. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, and of, course, of course, Hitler and, and Stalin both used it to buy time. Yeah, I mean, I, I have no clue what Putin's actual plan is, but he has, in my opinion, been pretty good about how he does this. You know, when they voted in 2015 to join him, he did say no. So I think this is more about establishing a border between him and, and NATO than, than anything else, in my opinion. No, oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and he gets him out of a pickle. He's in a pickle these days, too. If he's in a pickle. I'm a bit more skeptical than most people. Well, that. but even if his military machine is eventually going to overwhelm Ukraine, what does he gain from it? I mean, he's ruined Ukraine. Um, he gains territory, yes but he's uh, could likely lose a lot more. Uh, so anyway. But yeah, that's all I got for you though. All right, Stu. Well, thank you.
should I see you at the after party when the Oscars is over? Uh, I have a date with Jennifer Aniston tonight, Stu, and um, I'm not sure where we're going after. Uh, okay. We walk down the red carpet together. Sounds good. I'll, hopefully the interviewers don't ask you too many questions. Um, well, Stu, I generally ignore them. That's probably for the best. You know, it's, it's so tough to, for these celebrities to remember all the fancy brands they're wearing. You know, they just, they live such hard lives. I'm going like this, Stu. I like it. You're pulling off like the Zelensky. You're bringing the Zelensky casual That's right. to the Oscars. That's going to be on People Magazine. Yeah, yeah. kind of cool casual, but with a martial ambiance to it. Most definitely. Well, I'll catch you later. All right, Stu, go get them. See ya. Hello, my name is Sashin Littlefeather. I'm Apache and I'm president of the National Native American Affirmative Image Committee. I'm representing Marlon Brando this evening and he has asked me to tell you in a very long speech, which I cannot share with you presently because of time, but I will be glad to share with the press afterwards that he very regretfully cannot accept this very generous award. And the reasons for this being are the treatment of American Indians today by the film industry, excuse me, and on television in movie reruns, and also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I beg at this time that I have not intruded upon this evening and that we will, in the future, our hearts and our understandings will meet with love and generosity. Thank you on behalf of Marlon Brando.